So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast here with Enforced. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Knox, you oh. usually crush this question. <laughs> um, What was the first part? I'm sorry. Uh, what inspired you guys to start the band? Um... I, I don't I don't know I think I think Will probably knows better than me but um uh they were everyone was in a uh, another band and I think the vocalist had quit or something like that and they had already had you know more material being written and uh uh I joined and we just changed the name to enforce okay. from my my understanding okay I, I would say we started the band because uh, you know we all were in the like hardcore and punk music mm-hmm. and uh definitely wanted to like continue to make stuff that was kind of in that vein um i don't think i don't think the name necessarily means a whole heck of a lot other than we just kind of wanted something to like concise and hard sounding and uh, we didn't want to go with you know like children of fire or some you know something <laughs> yeah else. something that just short yeah. Short so, yeah, keep it, yeah, keep it simple. I don't think there's any big meaning behind it more than like, let's just try to do something that's like concise and sound good. doesn't sound mm-hmm. like satanic or really, yeah, like any kind of crazy shit. Yeah, sounds strong. It's good. So, did you guys have like a list of band names that you were kind of tossing around and do you remember any of them? Um, I don't. I remember there being a big list and, uh, I don't remember any of them. Once once we picked Enforced, it was kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, okay, just keep moving. I can't I can't remember any of them. Will do you? No, honest to God, I can't. Because um, I know, like Isaac, like our first drummer, was definitely um, just like chumming it up with people, like spitballing names. And um, I remember this one just getting brought, and like it kept it kept getting brought back up. And uh, yeah. It kept winning like head to head between whatever else, so it was mm-hmm. like, okay, that, that's working. Okay. Yeah, but I don't remember specifically like other names that we were thinking of. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so, congrats on your upcoming album, Kill Grid. How do you felt the response to it so far to the people you've shown it to since at the time of recording it isn't out yet? Um, what do you think? I mean, I'm overwhelmed. Shit. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. It's really cool to see a lot of people being really into it and being really um, inspired by it and energized by it. Um, I remember showing people um, a few tracks, a few rough tracks, like after we would just do a well before we had a mini uh, mixed or anything. Mm-hmm. And some people were just like, dude, this is going to be insane when it's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, I know, I know. I'm so excited too. And then we had to wait, you know, the entire year. I was like, God, I need people to hear this. Mm-hmm. So that once we got the schedule of like when the singles are going to come out, I was like, finally, finally <laughs> yeah. people get to hear it without bugging me for like a Google Drive link or something. Like, and I was like, I'm not giving it up. Like, yeah. I'm not giving the, yeah. I'm not giving the goods up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we both got to listen to it. And it is definitely uh, very, very good. I enjoyed it personally. Thank you. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this record? Um, yeah, I guess I can take that one. Yeah. Um, 
I guess like a lot of the riffs and stuff that we had had, like we kind of, we had been like shopping around for a little while, just like, you know, wood shopping them for lack of a better term. And um, that's kind of always been our writing process. Like we'll come up, you know, either me or Zach, he plays guitar too. Like we'll come with some riffs um, and we'll just kind of jam them with, with Alex, who is the drummer. Um, so I think the writing process is nothing uh, like, you know, crazy. Um, but I really like the fact that we are a band that almost exclusively writes stuff together. <laughs> and um, there's not really like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've brought any songs and just been like, this is the song, like, you know, go play it. Mm -hmm. um, which is something I really, really like about this band. You know, I've, I've been in a ton of bands, so I, you know, I've been on the other side of that. And um, I would definitely prefer to, that everybody has input in the writing process, you know, going through names of songs, names of the record, like lyrics, like me and Knox in the studio. It's most like everything's Knox's like ideas and lyrics, but sometimes we can like throw a word in here or there, change something up. And um, oh, yeah, they definitely took the scalpel to a lot of them. I mean, that I, I can get pretty wordy, so we really had to trim the fat on a lot. Okay. <laughs> Um, we're still not we're still not losing your ideas Knox. that's my point mm. is that we can bring people's everybody can bring their ideas together and um everybody is very like cool about having you know a riff is like not working here it's not going to work there or this yeah. drum part needs to be different and not everybody uh throw, people don't throw a tantrum about it which is uh no which is awesome that's yeah, yeah that's always good um, did the pandemic change like your songwriting process in any way since you guys do everything together if you guys got a chance to write while the world was on fire <laughs> most of the stuff most of the stuff was like pretty well like written um, I think we were like you know kind of making last minute tweaks and stuff but I mean we demoed a bunch of stuff before we went to the studio um, like in 2019 probably honestly um, and then kind of like when we went to the studio, when, once we booked the studio time, like we're, we're going to get down to business and like make sure that, you know, stuff gets done while we're in the studio and not be um, screwing around a whole heck of a lot. So uh, I don't think the pandemic it didn't really affect the writing process as much as like it affected other things, obviously. Um, but, but yeah, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I think the only thing that we had to like focus on because we pretty much went right to the studio right after getting back from tour so i mean it was pretty quick i think the only thing that we really had to work on was like tempos and stuff mm -hmm. just to kind of narrow those down and and pick up the pace for a, a few parts and but that's all small minor, minor tweaks okay yeah. yeah makes sense uh can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this room <laughs> Uh, lyrically, I was in a super dark place. Um, I, it's writing lyrics for me doesn't really come all that terribly natural. Um, so trying to get to convey something is, is, is it takes a lot of time for me. Mm -hmm. And I really had to buckle down and like really focus on topics or things I wanted to explain and then just kind of just darken it down uh, mm -hmm. a lot and really get kind of gritty and get really um, really kind of take myself to like a really dark place for a long time mm -hmm. and then 
write what I need to write and then tr- hopefully try and come out of that dark place. But um, okay. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> it okay. takes a minute. All right. So it's like catharsis for you in a way, I guess. Yeah, just it just I have to tackle, I have to deal with it in some way or mm-hmm. shape or form in some capacity um, with a lot of things. So I mean, I guess it's an it's a it's an outlet, it's a therapeutic mm-hmm. outlet in that aspect. But um, like I said, it doesn't come naturally, so it's something that I have to like really, really focus on and really just kind of pull my hair out about to 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 get anywhere. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this record? Um, I I would say I personally, I'm biased, but I, I personally would say a lot of, um, a lot of Sepultura. That's what I hear. Um, and a lot of maybe with like a little bit of, uh, death or like Sodom, um, but even at, at other times, I'll, I'll hear something like um, like body count or something. It it just it just depends. Okay. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Will? I would say, um, I guess I was definitely like you know listening to a ton of like Dark Angel riffs and and um, like. Obituary. That's a good one. Yeah, that's. I, that's I completely shit the bed on that obituary for sure. <laughs> okay. But um, I don't know. Just, yeah, all the greats, you know, um, I was listening to like a lot of like rigor mortis and like, just like, I don't know, just kind of like faster stuff, you know, stuff mm-hmm. that maybe wasn't uh, as like, uh, like heavy, like in a traditional kind of heavy sense. Um, I think I've been getting a lot more of that type of music. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's fair. Uh, so this question, she like super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this record for new listeners in three words. Heavy, fast, brutal. I like brutal. That's a good one. Fits well. Um, aggressive, angry, uh, thoughtful. Thoughtful. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. Uh, choices. So is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the album? Well, I mean, what, go ahead. What do you say? What, what is the certain, like, what no, is, the is there, feeling? is there a certain oh. feeling? Mm-hmm. Aggression. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I just want people to like really kind of just sit down and listen to it. Mm-hmm. The first time, and I, I just casual listening isn't something I really do all that well either. So when I put something on, I'm really, I'm really paying attention. I'm really focusing, and and I mean I've I've listened to this record like seven thousand times, so, yeah. and I I have to really pay attention so I can hear and find everything. And I just hope people will consider that okay. as much as I do, I guess. Okay. Okay. So how did you guys go about picking the lead single for this album? How did you pick, like, out of all the other tracks, why did you pick Hemorrhage? Um, so I wouldn't say, I don't know. I guess it's the lead single because it just came out first. Is that what you're, you know, meaning? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so like yeah i don't know we we listened to a lot of the stuff i mean I'd be, uh it's 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 not a track that starts with a sample so mm-hmm. that's that's you know kind of a first thing like you want something that's going to come off aggressive mm-hmm. um hemorrhage is probably like either the oldest or the second oldest song on the record because mm-hmm. so we like it had that song almost fully written um before even alex joined like our new our new drummer and um and so i thought that that was that would be a good first track you know for people to hear yeah. um one at the label was like loving that track so uh we thought it would be a good one to, to go go ahead and release uh and it just starts brutally so it's, yeah. it's like the perfect like the perfect uh you know perfect start so yeah we i think that's that's at least why i uh, thought it would be a good you know kick off mm-hmm. all great reasons agree. yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, everything he said. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So, what song on the album took the longest? Right, Will. I think you already answered that part. And uh, which song is your favorite? That's uh, difficult. That's hard. I would say my favorite is is probably the opening track, which is called "The Doctrine." Um, it's just it's really fast, really really brutal. So it's I think people are gonna like it. There's a ton of crazy, you know, shit on it. So, um, I, I think that's that. gonna be. I listened to that. Crazy. I listened to that in the shower earlier. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> I would have to say it's it's changed a few times. Um, but as it stands, January 2021, malignance is my top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. But that is up for like a fierce debate, like in my yeah. head. Um, UXO is pro- is a really, really, really strong track that I fucking love. Um, so it's probably a tie between those two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first half of the lead single "Hemorrhage" is about the death of an innocent person due to just the up the outrage of society uh how did that story come about did it just come naturally or did you sit down and say i want to write about this to just tell people about it um it was i wrote that all uh, the lyrics for that used to be when we were initially demoing tracks like way back in 2019 mm-hmm. those lyrics were i think were for something else mm-hmm. and that that got that track got scrapped, but I, I kept the lyrics and put them on something else. Put them on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Nostradamus. It's the Nostradamus. Yeah, it wasn't. I'll put it this way: it wasn't written, you know, during the pandemic or or okay. during you know or like after um, the the death of George Floyd or any protesting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, albeit it was it's weird that that happened immediately after i recorded it Mm -hmm. um but the idea i guess came from i was reading uh paradise lost by john milton Mm -hmm. and there's a there's a few tracks and a few i wouldn't say tracks but a few lines throughout the album that have ideas that i came came from from reading paradise lost and um just kind of like this sad it's just kind of sad, lonely feeling of just like, of just being caught in the crossfire and you have nothing to do with it. Yeah. And, 
and you get you pay the ultimate price and you you weren't a part of the of the conflict um and that that on like a global scale mm-hmm. is just kind of like a brain hemorrhage like it's the the world the society as a whole globally is just kind of like bleeding out of its ears um yeah and it's just it's it's upsetting to see oh yeah oh yeah um just on a lighter note where do you guys see the band (laughs) in the next five years and are you guys working on anything new yeah we're working on new stuff Uh, we'll probably we'll probably know more about that progress on than i do but um yeah we, we definitely have new songs um we just kind of never stopped writing so like this whole you know after we were finished recording the record we like immediately just started jamming you know more stuff um so i think there's maybe three or four songs that are done you know quote unquote done Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I don't think Knox has heard any of them, honestly. I, I've, heard, I've heard two. I've heard two of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they slap. They're 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 awesome. Okay. And they're 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 thankfully they're different. They don't sound like you couldn't put any of those tracks on Kill Grid. It wouldn't work. Okay. So, so like sound here too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Just and, naturally. In the, five, in the next five years, headlining Hellfest and Grammy. That's mm-hmm. those are my yeah. goals. A Grammy would be great. For sure. I can see that. Uh, That'd be sick. Yeah, I'd give it to my mom. Yeah, and Ozfest or Hellfest or anything. Headlining walking would be cool. Oh. <laughs> just anything. Just, anything, just, really. Just whatever <laughs> tours or festivals. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, oh, still being a band would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. That would be yeah. sick, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Perfect. Sick. Uh, so we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. <laughs> so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? A, uh, a bag of peppered beef jerky and a Red Bull. Uh, yeah. sugar-free, a sugar-free Red Bull. The best combo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Jerky's good. Jerky's good. Yeah, I'd probably say brisket and cornbread and diet coke taste that's a great combo <laughs> both very simple meals i i, yeah. I enjoy that yeah nothing yeah. crazy um <laughs> so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live middle earth easy as you should it's a good, mm-hmm. it's a good one mm-hmm. that's all i think about <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Middle Earth, and, and Will said what? Star Wars? Something? Yeah, I said with the Tusken Raiders, baby. Ooh. Oh, on the desert. Sick. Solid choices. <laughs> <laughs> Good choices. Um, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Orange. Orange? Specific shade of orange? Yeah, this color orange. Like Ooh, retro yeah. bright orange. I've got so much orange shit. It's it's it. I in seventh grade I wore orange dickies and a long orange shirt, long sleeve orange shirt and orange Converse for the entire year. Wow, that's a Ooh, that's, that's a look. That's a statement. It 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 was in retrospect 
it was something. Uh, <laughs> man, mm-hmm. I love orange. Orange is good orange. though. It's a it, good it color. Deserves yeah. More hype. Yeah. 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 And uh, I would say green, and like like the green on Knox's sweatshirt. Okay. Ooh, I've always, yeah. I've forest. Always loved the nice forest. green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the color of my car, and uh, I've always loved light green ever since I was a you know little little kid. Mm. Green's a great color. You know what color goes good with this? Orange. Orange. (laughs) (laughs) Not the fucking orange. (laughs) Um, So as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, We've got two singles out. We have a music video out. We have another one coming out. uh, A a really insane music video uh, dropping, I think, in a couple weeks. Um. We'll have two more. We'll have two more videos before the record fully comes out. Mm-hmm. But one yeah. of them's like a. One of them's not necessarily like a music video. It's kind of like a, a piece of videography, you know. Um, and then, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Enforced RVA. Follow us on Twitter, Enforced RVA. And um, yeah, check us out. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you for sitting down with us, guys. This has been Enforced, and we're the Good Noise Podcast.